0: Vortex Temporum Composers and the Inner Thoughts About This and That A podcast by Limina and Art I warmly welcome you to our Portuguese podcast, Vortex Temporum. My name is Klaus Oswald, and I will be conversing with my wonderful guest today by the name of Klaus Oswald. Oh, please stop it. Spare me. What do you mean? That bit about wonderful. Do me a favor and leave off with that. Guest is more than sufficient. I just wanted to give you a favorable introduction. Let the listeners get their own impression. And I can't stand having that word imposed on me. We have certainly gotten off to a splendid start. Are you always so grumpy, even with such flattering introductions? That depends on whether you are trustworthy. In this case, I'm not sure. (laughs) I beg your pardon. We don't need to have this conversation, you know. There you go, exaggerating. That's what I mean in the first place. Or more precisely, I don't even want to be wonderful. Then you shouldn't be surprised if people give you a white berth. But let's leave all that aside and get down to our real conversation. Come again. You mean our conversation has been unreal up until now? Oh, please don't do that. That's exactly what I mean. Our conversation won't ever get off the ground if you keep butting in every time I use a certain word or phrase. I would simply like to introduce Klaus Oswald, the person to an interested public, one that has been willing to take the time to listen to us, to you. And you keep stubbornly only putting the brakes on. You mean our listenership doesn't want this small-minded dispute? This touchy little battle of words? Correct. A large number. Exactly large. We are controlled with eye and ear. Oh, stop it. A large number of listeners want to know something about the person behind the music that you compose. In. Excuse me. In the music not behind it. Unbelievable! I just explained to you what our audience likes, and you start right up again. In behind, my god, this verbal bean counting. That's where you are wrong. It makes a great difference. And you can apply this to other areas, whether you stand behind something or move around in something. In the latter case, one lacks the necessary distance to speak about something in a fairly sensible way. Well, that stands to reason, but I don't want to speak about your music here, don't you? No, but rather introduce you here in a different way, in a way that has nothing to do with your work as a composer. You mean we should talk about the weather? I can't believe this! You never quit! Can you imagine that this kind of conversation disruption, these incessant replies, will be perceived as anything but arrogant? How would it be if we had a simple, non committal discussion about your concert trip to Porto? Oh, the concert in Porto was wonderful, and Porto is wonderful too. You see, it's not so hard. But the word non-committal makes all my brain cells brittle. committal is a word that has nothing to do with the practice of art. If we can't leave that word out of our discussion here, then I'd rather we talk about the weather. Now you are the one who's exaggerating? No, look. In a private conversation made accessible to the public, the question which always arises for me is, To what end? There is a danger that the private sphere comes too much to the fore. The listener's desire for a consistent semblance of the person who is presenting himself. For example, the composer who writes a song cycle about love must also be a loving person. But then it turns out That as soon as he leaves his work desk, he becomes a nasty, savage fellow. What then? Now, that's where you underestimate the listenership. That's precisely what's interesting. But it doesn't make things easier. I'll admit. That facetious matter of authenticity. Well, in my chosen example, I would indeed say that it is authentic. First, the love song then the abyss. And if the trials and tribulations and dark colors are not bound up in its performance, then what kind of love song is it supposed to be? I have to disagree with you. There is also happy music. Not everything must always fly above the abyss and resonate with a dark color. That brings us back to the multiplicity of a person. Certainly. No question. But every profound experience leaves its mark. And you can go on the assumption that all great composers are scared, even if the audience doesn't know it. But the music knows it, because these scares are etched in the music, even if in a very brief episode. This experiences change and sharpen perception, and not just for composers, That's the commonplace truth. And one only wishes that the individual has enough strength that he or she can bear it, sometimes better, sometimes worse. To loosely quote Salvatore Dalí, Going mad is not an art in this our world. Not going mad, that is the art. Well, that was quite a lot of food for our brain. Both the audience and I will have to prove it, whether it is in fact all true. (laughs) I need to come back again to those dark colors that have seemingly dominated this conversation so far. You think so? That's nothing so far. No, it is. But of course not. Just take the lines from Beethoven's Prisoner's Chorus. Oh, what joy in the open air to freely breathe again. And then, speak softly, be on your guard, we are controlled with I and ear, integrated into a wonderful, oh, surprise, I hear the word wonderful, don't disturb, integrated into a wonderful tonal context, while at the same time taking up the horror of human actions, incorporating that horror, creating deep sadness, and affording consolation for a short time. That is wonderful. And it moves me more than all the exploding bombs or Nazi jackboots roaring across the stage to illustrate the horror, shown on video in theatres and operas, and thereby convinced of intensifying the horror. But you only will see theater blood. By the way, those lines in the Prisoner's Chorus are terrifyingly topical. Well, the listenership has at least heard something about your private aesthetic perception. Thanks. Even if it's about music again, that's really not what I wanted here. But listen, music structures my life, not in the other way around. We are there for the music. Music isn't there for us. Trees, the ocean, the mountains, aren't there for us either. Well, I can't let that stand. Your statement is much too blanket. How does a composer endure life with their structure? I enjoy the wine that you have offered me, even if it tastes horrible. A port wine would have been more fitting on this occasion. And hmm, that's now rather private. But okay, I will tell you. I love playing cards with... Oh, please, wait a moment. Wait. Wait. Wait a moment. Wait. Wait. Wait a moment. Still wait. Still wait. I'm sorry. Still wait. Wait. Hmm. Wait. Hmm. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Our time for this conversation is over. But, well, if you hurry, but please be brief. You listen to clouds or sparks. This episode was released on the 16th January, 2024. Vortex Temporum is a podcast by Lea and Art Mutin.